0: الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على خاتم النبيين على آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا ورزقا طيبا وعملا متقبلا اللهم ربنا زدنا علما جاء السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته each one of us really need to admit that we are living in the graces of Allah Ta'ala. Every day we are passing in our life, every minute, every hour, should remind us that Allah Ta'ala is still giving us the chance, after the chance, more chances, chances to go, to learn this deen of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi sallam to learn it, to practice it, to call for it, to be patient for what we're going to receive for it. That's the way where Allah Taala told us and swore for it, that those people are not going to be losers. And that's exactly what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam practiced in his life. He was beloved by all Qurayshis. He was beloved by every person who meets him. He was beloved by his racist and faraway people. Because he was. he deserves to be beloved. And as soon as, as soon as he starts to call people for monotheism, as soon as he tries to tell people that what they are doing is incorrect upon the words of Allah, then he is, on the eyes of these people, is changed. Lots of people start to hate him. Some of them start to hurt him. Some of them start to call him bad names. Some of them start to do dirt on him. So don't be amazed. Don't be amazed if you walk the way Muhammad walked that way of Islam that you're going to suffer. You're going to suffer troubles. But just remember that these troubles are another sign that you are in the right way. And these troubles also are not for nothing. In fact, you are rewarded also for your patience. Every problem you are facing, Muhammad وسلم <laughs> told us in his hadith that even if you are touched by a small needle, you are going to be rewarded. Your sin is going to be raised. Now, if you are living with this life, learning the deen of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam practicing this in your life, calling people for it, and being patient for what you are going to receive for it, then you are on the right track. But if we are putting the deen aside, whenever we are free, we'll go to the deen. But most of our lives now we are not free. We are busy with what? Busy with something you cannot compare to the deen. We are busy with food busy with wives, children, that, this. Busy and when we come to see or compare what we are busy with with the things we are supposed to be to be busy with in this thing, we will be shocked. Because there's a big difference. Big difference between what is Muhammad and his Sahaba were busy with and what we are busy with. So in this case, we are not saying that we are very bad people, we are not in the right track. No, we are saying we want to be in the way of Muhammad We have to try, we are human beings, we make mistakes. But we, ha- we have to try. Because even trying now, we are also receiving reward from Allah, ta'ala, for this trying. And the more you are trying, the more you are gaining ajr, the more you are getting happy. And happiness, as you know, is not a materialistic thing to find. You don't go to the market and buy one kilo of happiness. You don't order it through internet. Happiness comes only if you are on the right track, the way Muhammad walked it. It is something mental, something inside. You taste it, but not by the tongue. You taste it actually by the heart. So we want this happiness. We want to buy it, but we cannot buy it with money. So we will buy it with effort. We'll buy it with following Muhammad ﷺ. We'll buy it by going the way that Muhammad walked. So we will be in the right track, inshallah. And we'll be, inshallah, following Muhammad uh, Last verse, two weeks ago, we discussed or we talked about introduction to the names and qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as he told it in his holy book, as Muhammad sallallahu told it in his hadith, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has names, the best names, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَعُ Husna, And he has, he has qualities, subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَلِلَّهِ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَى The best of all. These names and qualities actually counted as the third sect of Tawheed. Tawheed actually is three sects. Lordship side, worship side, names and qualities side. From where we get this? This actually, ulama scholars before, they studied Quran and Sunnah, and they took out from them the understanding that there are three types of tawheed in Quran and Sunnah. Lordship, worship, and names and qualities. Names and qualities actually need a true faith on Allah wa Ta'ala to understand. When somebody put in his mind that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what he says in the holy book is true, no doubt. When he has certain dogma in what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, and what Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa said, then he have no trouble. As soon as he hears any ayah, talking about Allah wa ta'ala, saying the names of Allah wa ta'ala, or giving descriptions of Allah wa ta'ala, he takes it as granted. No discussion. هذا الله سبحانه وتعالى in one ayah which is the last the, the ayah before the last ayah in والله الذي لا إله إلا هو الملك المؤمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر these are all names of Allah Who said so? الله سبحانه وتعالى will object that No one will object that The only one who will object that is the person who does not understand Quran there's not, the person who does not want to accept it actually. Also Allah oh, Ta'ala, or oh, Muhammad Sallallahu oh, told us in his hadith, also so many of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, also Allah Ta'ala and Muhammad Sallallahu both of them gave us qualities of Allah, descriptions of Allah. Who can describe Allah except Allah and His Messenger? You and I and the others cannot describe Allah who says that he did, he did not say. So when Allah Ta'ala tells us in his holy book, or Muhammad Sallallahu الله tells us in his hadith that Allah has a faith, Will object. Nobody object. Nobody should object actually. When Allah says this in this holy book, or Mahazul in hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has hands or eyes. Why right to object? He says it, finish. No troubles in me. But those people who were afraid that when you say that when you confirm the names and qualities for Allah subhanahu ta'ala it means that you are going to make like league between Allah and His Creatures, and that's of course not allowed, totally, but they made a mistake. Because like in the made is not acceptable. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala in His Holy Book, clearly لَيْسَعْكَ مِذْ لِهِي شَيْءٍ <laughs> Nothing like him. What do you mean by that? It means whatever comes in your mind, about the voice of Allah, make sure that what, you, what came in, into your mind is not true. As Ali al Ta'ba said once, to one of the tabi'een who said, whatever comes to your imagination is about Allah is not true. Because nobody can understand, nobody can describe Allah except Allah Ta'ala and Muhammad Sallallahu and, and they did already, and it's already the Quran Sunnah. So do not try to imagine how large, how tall, how here for Allah is not allowed. Nobody is allowed to say, how is this of Allah? How is the hand of Allah? How is the face of Allah? No. This is not allowed. This chapter actually is talking about one mistake made by some people when they deal with the names and qualities of Allah. That mistake is denying. Denying means they say, no, there's no names for Allah, no qualities for Allah. And it's very easy to say that they have no, actually not small, peace of mind when they do this. The only thing they want to say, is to say that Allah is not the same as the others, so we cannot say that we have names and qualities. If you say Allah Alim, then you are comparing, or you are likening Allah to people who are Alim. And human being can be Alim also. There are Khabir also, experts. Also people can be Rahim and Karim. So they say if there is, if it's possible for a human being, then we cannot say it is for Allah. So we will deny it. A'udhu Billah. A'udhu Billah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in his, his book, his holy book, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi عليه وسلم says in his hadith that Allah has names like al Alim Al-Haleem, al al Al-Rahman. And has qualities like face and hands and so on. And these guys say no, doesn't. how How's that? That's impossible. So, let's see now here. So, to judge these people, by the way, we have two steps, two levels. If they reject it totally and deny it totally, that this is major cook, If they change it, then here it could be acceptable in some cases, but not acceptable totally, it's just acceptable because they made this thinking that this is the meaning of it which is changing the meaning called in Arabic Ta'wil Ta'wil means that to change the meaning for some reasons in Arabic language an Arabic language as you know is a wide language sometimes you say the word it means so many things, it depends on where it is in the sentence or on the paragraph so some people say that we will change Baqarah in the story of Bani Israel, which is mentioned in surah al-Baqarah to say it is Aisha like the Raafiqa or Shia'a said inna allah yamurkman tazibahu baqarah they say this is Aisha this is so far away cannot be acceptable by anybody cannot be accepted by anybody from where you got that (laughs) Bakara because <laughs> Aisha. Isha That's impossible, it cannot be at all. But if they say Bi-aidina or it means ni'mah or string there is a possibility in Arabic but that depends also in the place where it is in, in the, in the ayah. And still we cannot change it, it's called changing actually. And it's not acceptable by the way. But we just say, in this case, we cannot say they are covers. In this case, they are making a mistake. But they are not going to the extent of cook. Then, in this chapter, he started with the ayah. The say of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah al وَهُمْ يَكْفُرُونَ بِالرّحْمَنِ This ayah actually, including the last hadith or other which is mentioned in this chapter, is together. There was that Quraishis, some of the Qurayshis, not all, you know Quraishis, I mean the tribe of Quraish, the tribe of Muhammad Some of them, they do not believe in the name Ar rahman They believe in Allah, but they don't believe in the name al-Rahman itself. That's why when al-Hudaybiyah When Suhail ibn Amr, one of the leaders of the Quraysh, came to Muhammad sallallahu to make a contract or a deal. And they agreed upon the points they have already going to do. So Muhammad sallallahu told Ali ibn Abi Talib, who was a writer, say write down, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. So no wait. Suhail ibn Amr said, no, wait. We don't know what the Rahman. Say, Bismillah only. So this ayah is descended. Some of these Quraishers do not believe in Ar-Rahman. So why we bring it in this chapter in this case? Because some Muslims, unfortunately, they resemble the Kaferin in this, or not accepting or disbelieving in some names of Allah. And Muhammad sallallahu alaihi عليه told us in the clear hadith, whoever resembles the Kaferin, he is one of them. Man تَشَبَّهَدِي قَوْمِنْ بَوَمِنْهُمْ And to here could be in creed, in statements, and actions someone is resembling the kafirin in his language, leaving the the Islamic language or the the local language and using the Kavarin language without any reason, then he is falling into tashabba. Somebody is using the clothes of the kafirin, that's a problem. Using the haircut of the kafirin, this is resembling. And uh, the case of resembling is really not Acceptable. The only one who resembles everything is the barat, And sometimes the monkeys also. They resemble. A Muslim is, does not resemble. A Muslim actually he is proud of what he has. A Muslim is having really this deen of Allah, he should be proud of it. Not because he is this guy or that guy or that guy. No. Not because of his color or, or race or country or so on. But he is proud of this deen because from Allah, and the last deen which is to Muhammad, sallallahu alaihi wasallam and any salesman who wants to sell something, he should be proud of what he's selling. So people will accept his things he's selling. If he brings to people say, look, now what I have here is the best. You cannot find in the market anything like it. I bet you, and I pay you this much of money. I'll give you this free if you find anyone like it. Ah, so he's he's confident. He is proud of what he is having. But if he says, well please buy this, because if you don't buy it, my boss will fire me. I know it's no good, but please buy it. Nobody will buy from him. Now we are really, actually, some Muslims now, if they show Islam, they show it with shame. Afraid of people to say, oh you are a Muslim, then they start to offence him. Oh you are a Muslim for what? You are a Muslim this, this, that. So he's afraid, he doesn't want to say he is a Muslim. Why, ya are, habibi? We are carrying the, letter, the, the, the message of Muhammad وسلم, the best message in this world. Plus, everyone in this world is needing this deed. And we are having it, and we are hiding it. Why can't we feel proud of what we have? Why aren't we proud of this deed? When we talk to people, we we'll tell them, come here, come, you are in trouble. If you look like this, you will be in trouble in your life, you will be in hij- fire when you die. Come to Islam. You will find happiness in here. I'll give you the happiness freely. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to spend a lot of money to drink alcohol or smoke marijuana to have happiness. You don't have to pay a lot of money to enjoy dancing and that and this. No, no, no. All you have to do is just to come to Islam and say, La ilaha illallah, follow Muhammad then you will find happiness in your life. Then you will find happiness also in the judgment day. But because we Muslims, not all of us, but I'm saying some Muslims they are not they don't know what they have. They do not know how much money, how much valuable thing they are uh, owning, not money. The valuable thing that you uh, in your heart is this being being that you can't really go to all of and call them for it. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was one person all the world against him. But he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam still insists that those others are Qahri. Allah descended to him this surah was really, when you read it, you would feel strange how Muhammad sallallahu alone, is telling all of these people, قُلْ you أَيُّهَا الْكَاهِرُونَ قُلْ يعني يَا الله تعالى صلى الله عليه وسلم say يَا أَيُّهَا الْكَاهِرُونَ you are cahers He just not say, please, and come, let's have, you know, a deal No, 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 don't say this Tell them you are in trouble, you are wrong If you die like this, you, go, like this, you are going to juhannam you proud of it, don't worry. If you, don't them, if you do not tell them the truth, how do they know? Talk to the Hindus. How do they do They talk to you like you are nothing. You believe nothing. They believe what they believe is wrong, is correct, and you are wrong. What do they believe? They are worshipping the statues, idols, Brahma, Siva, Krishna, these things. Ishara. is in front of idols and start to bow. How silly is that? الله سبحانه وتعالى لا يدفنوا في ذلك بيبل وارضهم غزّة. إن ذهول بوك. وريش يعبدون هبل اللات العزة أنذاذ. سوا الله تقول إن سبحانه وتعالى ذهول بوك في سورة النجم. أرأيتم اللات والعزة ومنات الثلاثة الأخرى؟ ألك مذكروا له العزة تلك إذا قسمت أمزجة. إن هي إلا أسماء سمعتموها أنتم آباءكم ما أنزل الله فيها نصوصا. إيه تبعون إلا ضلنا وماته تهوا ولقد ولا قد جاءهم الربيهم الهوداء. سبحان الله. الله سبحانه وتعالى لا يدفنوا في what you are out of the earth? you are the people who are worshiping this station. What are you doing? You are worshiping these rocks and these things. They <laughs> While Muhammad the people who is with him they are worshiping the Creator, and Sustainer of the Universe, Subhanahu wa Taala. So we should be proud of what we have. But the problem now has comes to us to the point that we, not we in here, I'm talking about Muslims. Muslims really do not know their deeds or oh, they know very limited thing of their deed, But if they know it truly, they will have no doubt that they have the most important, most valuable thing in this world. All those cavalry, they need us. They need this deal. But unfortunately, the carriers of this game are too busy to think of it. In fact, some of them, they do not practice at all. Which is another problem. Some of them, they practice the wrong way. By worshipping the graves instead of Allah tabarakah wa ta'ala, Muslims. They go to the graves and they bow to the graves and ask barakah from the graves and so on. Big problem. So, those kafirin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this ayat, tell us that the Qurayshis are really rejecting some of the names of Allah. And whoever rejects one name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is a kafir like this kafirin. Because he is resembling them. In Sahih al-Bukhari, Ali bin Ali Talib said, radiyallahu uh, that's very really important for the people who are working in Dawah. They say, Tell people, preach people who think that they can understand. Ah, uh, do you want people to disbelieve or reject what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and what Muhammad says? If you come to people who do not really have much knowledge of Islam, you start talk about to them about things that they cannot really reach it. You just start with them from the beginning. You go top there, then they will disobey or disbelieve in what we say, then they will uh, disbelieve in Qur'an and Sunnah. One of the things that we learned, that if you want to make a speech, before you make a speech, look to the people in front of you. Who are they? If they are high educated people, talk to them to their level. If they are regular people or they do not know much about the subject you're talking about, talk to them to their level. Don't talk to them too high or too low. Because if you talk to them too high, they will be bored. They'll know what you're talking about. If you talk to them too low, they will be bored. Because they know better than that. Here Ali ibn Abi Talib the same advice. You want to call people? Talk to them in things that they can understand. Here why he brought it in here actually, the author brought this hadith this in here, or this other of Ali ibn talib in here, to tell us that when you talk about names and qualities, you should be careful also. Lots of Muslims, they have problems in names and qualities, they didn't know how, what are they talking about sometimes, because this is a very deep case of monotheism. Some Muslims, they already lived years and years. One of your brothers told me, Few days ago that, what can we do that if our people in our country, they have this hundreds of years, they believe this. We cannot change them in one day. Because so then who told you to change them in one day? Who told you? If you do so, you are more, no, you wrong. All you do is that you come and you study. A doctor, you are, just imagine or book yourself as a doctor. When a, when a patient comes to a doctor, let me edit that. If we come and we come here and start to see what is the problem. He gauge, him. He check his, his uh, fever or his temperature, he check you know, what's wrong. Then he, after all of that, he gave him the correct medicine. Now you are a doctor, but in the side of the deed. For those Muslims, poor Muslims who need this deed, you are supposed to see what kind of medicine they can take. You give them higher medicine to hurt them. You give them a lower medicine that they can, that will not affect them. You come to people who are really falling into a big case like worshipping grace. Don't talk to them about the beard. Don't talk to them about short throat. Don't talk to them about don't smoke cigarettes. Can you just imagine, if I ask you this question, somebody is meeting a kaver, a Hindu or a Christian in the street, and say, oh, why do you smoke? It's haram. The guy is already kaverian, he's not yet... And you're talking to haram. he doesn't, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he, will listen, he will not get benefit of it. But if you come and see, you gauge the person, now this guy is a Kaver, why should I start with him? Even covers are not the same. If you want to call, to make da'wah to a Christian, or a Jew, it's not the same if you are making da'wah to a Hindu, or a Buddhist. Because Christian and Jew, they believe there is the Lord of the universe. of So he start from this point. But for a Hindu, or a Buddhist, or an uh, easy atheist, how are you going to start with him? From scratch. You have to prove that this universe is not, that they are all of a sudden. And there is a creator of this universe. Then, the second step, until you reach the point that, but if start with everybody the same way, just imagine you come to a Muslim uh, and you're having some small mistakes and start to talk to him about is Allah there or not? The guy is already believing in Allah, he believes. In his existence he believes in his lordship and the all of these, finished. So you start with him where he is. Same thing in every case of da'wah. Ali ibn Abi Talib says in this hadith or this he he's telling us that don't say things to people that do not understand. Especially now, he brought it here as he said, because you need to be careful when you talk about names and qualities to people who do not understand it. Take it piece by piece and easy by easy. Ibn Abbas in the second and the third one in here or second hadith actually he was sitting in his darts one guy was there See, maybe he's stranger he's not a regular guy in that darts and he was talking Ibn Abbas was talking about one of the qualities of Allah and the some other uh, uh, rewire of this hadith he was talking about the saq the leg of Allah so did you who heard this to jump. What's You are saying that things about Allah. Allah has a risk. I am Take it easy. Why you are you doing this? I'm talking about what Allah said. What Muhammad said. Why you jump like me? So Ibn Abbas said, these people really are in trouble because they only accept those understandable ayat and ahadith for them, of course. Those ayat is not understandable for them. They really reject it. Now we have to be careful. Somebody may ask, is is there any Quran, ayat or a hadith of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم cannot be understand? No. Every ayah, every hadith is correct and understandable, but people are not the same. You cannot put the in the scholar, like a regular person. You cannot. So that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He said in Surah Ali Imran, وَالَّذِي أَنزَلْ عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ مِنْهُ آيَاتُ محكمات هُنَّ أُمُّ الْكِتَابِ محكمات خلاص محكمة بدينا عزيز كيراً وَمِنِكَ نَفْرَتِينَ وَأُخَرُ مُتَشَابِهَاتِ أَخَرُ مُتَشَابِهَاتِ متشابهات they may have different meanings and no one can understand the true meaning except if he is good enough in knowledge of Islam حديث they say the quran is having different meanings if you don't understand how to deal with it. Okay, take this small example. Don't you read the Qur'an? وَيْلٌ This is an ayah, right? So in this ayah Allah is saying, those who pray, they go to Jahannam. How about that? وَيْلٌ لِلْمُسَلِّينَ it's an ayah. Anybody objecting to this? You can see it in the Quran. Those pray, people who are praying, they have wail. Wail means part of Jahannam. Allah, what a sh**. It could be the ayah. Al-Ladina hum an-Salatihil Ah. Al-Musallin here, those ones who are really far away from their Salah. عن صلاتهم ساهون and they are busy to go to salah not in the salatهم so, therefore ابن عباس said in this case الحمد لله but not say وَإِلُوا لِلْمُصَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ هُمْتِي في صلاتهم ساهون because this is going to be most people will be in the trouble but he say عن صلاتهم so he means they are far away from the salah they are busy not to come to salah وَإِلُوا لِلْمُصَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ ah here is the explanation but if you he stop him here like the other ayah لا تقرب الصلاة don't come close to Salah. لا تقربوا. يقرب in Arabic language means to get closer. Don't you get closer to Salah. لا تقربوا الصلاة. كم Ah, here comes the boys now. So this ayat as an example, or some other ayat, Nobody, not everyone, can understand the true meaning or the the meaning of which that I meant actually, unless those people who are having enough knowledge of Quran and Sunnah. So in this case, people like me, who are regular people, will go and ask What do you, what do I mean? I'll read this here, I'll read this, and I'll call my Shaykh. I have read this in the Quran, and I don't understand it. What does it mean by this? Then he will tell me. So this man who was in the desert of Ibn Abbas, may Allah you don't have to ask Ibn Abbas about this, he just jumped. He you say that Allah has a lick. So Ibn Abbas said, please, These people, when it comes so clear, they take it. When it comes that they cannot understand, they just throw it. Now, that's what Allah told us, in different ayahs, Muhammad told us in different hadith that we are learning this deen the way it's supposed to be. If we understand the ayah, Alhamdulillah. Clear ayah, clear ayah. Ayah which means different meanings. We should not just jump into it or leave it away. We should go and ask. Ask the people who know Quran and Sunnah. Why is this hadith in this chapter? What's the relation? The relation is that those people who reject the names and qualities of Allah or some of them, they are not capable of understanding Quran and Sunnah actually. And it is not say we don't understand, we go and ask, no, they say no, 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 reject it. We have in Arabic يعني leveling the ignorance. Ignorance is not one level. There's basic ignorance, a person who doesn't know and he knows that he doesn't know. That's basic ignorance. But which is worse ignorance to say that a person who doesn't know and he thinks that he knows. This is bad ignorance. I want to ignore because he thinks that he knows. You talk to him and say, oh, no, no, what he says is wrong. Did hey, you read the Quran? Did you read the this- be- Quran? No, no, no. I don't know. I, I, I know. I know. He is ignorant and he doesn't know that he is ignorant. That's the problem. If I am ignorant in some part of this deen and I know I am ignorant in that part of the deen, then this is basic ignorance. Small. It's, not, it's easy to move. But those people who have extra ignorance or worse ignorance, then they will not be able to, to learn because they think they are right. Those people who have innovations or novelties are these people. Because they think they know. And in fact, they make da'wah to their inv- uh, novelties. Thinking that they are right. While they are having worse ignorance. You bring them ayat of Quran, ayat, hadith Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. They reject it because they have something in here they cannot change it. That's why there is a very very important rule said by the ulama. They say: take evidences, then believe. Don't believe, then go for evidences. You get the point? Because this rule: take evidences, then make a belief. Don't make a belief, then go to look for evidences. Some people will make the idea and they go grab ayahs and I add mean, to serve his idea. Wrong. But the correct people is the people who read the evidences, gather the evidences about one case, Quran, Sunnah, Ulama, words, gather them or study them, then he makes his own understanding of it. No problem. Not vice versa. The last case in this case, which is mentioned in here we have discussed already the Qurayshis when they heard the name Ar-Rahman they rejected it and they said we do not know this Ar-Rahman this is only a name for a man in Al-Yamama, Al-Yamama is the area of Riyadh now called Al-Yamama, long time name where Musaynama where Al-Kathab was here beside the Dar'iyya, there and we are very close to him you know Although he's not inshallah to us because he's a cavr. But so he needs to call it himself as a Rahman. So Quraysh, when they heard this from Muhammad a Rahman, they say, Oh, I don't know. Who was his name? We never heard of his name. It's only we heard that the one guy in Imama they call him himself as a Rahman. Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says a Rahman. Alam al Quran. Who is a Rahman? Um. One of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. الرحمن الرحيم الكريم العزيزة. So when they rejected this name, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa told us to be careful, not to resemble these kaverines by rejecting the names of Allah. So in this case now, denying or rejecting the names of Allah is very dangerous case. A Muslim should really be aware that when he hears the names of Allah or the qualities of Allah, he should love them and accept them. One more last point and very important, it should be always in the front, but I made it in the end. In Studying the names and qualities is not only to answer the misleading groups who misleaded or lost in the case of names and qualities. No. Studying the names and qualities of Allah is to use them in our our worshiping. As Allah told us in His holy book, Walillahi l-Asma'ul-Husna. Okay. What about that? Call him upon these names. Use these names to remind you how Allah وتعالى, is the best. Al Rahman, more Rahna. Al Rahim, also more Rahna. Al Azeem, the strongest. Al Qadir, Al Qawi, Al Jabbar, Al Mutakat, all these names will tell you who is Allah. You want to know Allah? Go and read his names and Quran these names and qualities will tell you how great is Allah وما قدر الله حق قدره والأرض جميعا قبضته يوم القيامة والثماوات ومطويات اليمينة there is a chapter coming in sha Allah discussing the case of greatness of Allah so we'll listen to it but I just remind you of one hadith Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us that all of these creatures you see the heavens the stars in the cuff of Ar-Rahman, cuff of Ar-Rahman doesn't mean like my cuff. Cuff is here. cup? is this. This is cup called code. The hand, cuff. But Allah's cuff, we did not know how it is. But we know there is a cuff because Muhammad, Muhammad told us that. Muhammad said, all of these universe, all of these heavens, all of these earth, all of these things in the cuff of Allah like a small, very small thing in your cuff. How is Allah? Don't ask how. He is subhanallah. That is the And go back and read this ayah after ayah to What is it? Allah will ilaha you that you will know 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 that you know Then Abbas said, radiallahu anhu kursi means the place for the feet of Allah Does Allah have feet? He said it. He said it. How is the feet of Allah? Don't ask. How here does not go for Allah ta'ala? No. Unless he tells us how. But we didn't ask how. So in this case now, when you study these things, you know the graces of Allah ta'ala. Let us see this inshallah in the chapter when we talk about the greatness of Allah ta'ala. This is inshallah. Is completing the chapter tonight. There will be some more chapters about the names and qualities. The author did not put them in one sequence. So, but today, al i is going to come and we'll discuss more cases about names and qualities. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you. Jazakumullah khair for listening. Salaam <laughs> To be, to be, okay. Uh, this reminds me Actually, let me, let me just change your question a little bit can we call or, or shorten the name of a person called Abdul Khaliq to Khaliq or Abdul Rahman to Rahman or Abdul Aziz to Aziz not always sometimes yes it depends on the name and the quality of the name so, can you call a person Kareem yes. a generous guy called Kareem generous is, is the opposite of greedy or kingish Right, right. So you can call this guy. Well, mashallah, he's, he's, he's what? He's greedy, and he gives a lot of money. He did and he. T- you can call this person as what? As rahim. Person is very, you very merciful, with be you know, he takes care of the orphans and so on. So he's okay? uh, that guy is عزيز. He's tough and strong, and uh, uh, وقالت امرأة العزيز so, then in this case now, some names, some qualities of Allah can be given to human beings if they, it's possible. But there are other names and qualities that cannot be, like Rahman. You cannot call a person Abdul Rahman, you call Ar-Rahman, no. Or rahman no. Allah, Abdullah, you can't say Allah, you cannot. Khalid, it's only for Allah. So there are some names, some qualities, can be described for the people. Ribh al means a sheep. But it was large and big, so Allah called him عظيم. While al is Allah. But they don't call him al Avi. al here in Arabic cannot be accepted uh, by Allah. You can't call it uh, Kareem, rah, rah, Rahim, so on, no problem. Depends on the understanding of the meaning of the qualification. And we know that the karam, generosity of a person, it's not the same as jealousy of Allah, as you said the last week or the week before, about the similarity in names that does not mean at all similarity in for names. Allah called Aveen and that she was called Aveen. but similarity in here doesn't mean the same thing. Let go to you, inshallah Yes. yes, yes, yes asking Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'ba'la okay that part of the question we mentioned that before but since you asked this question وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَةَ فَادْعُوهُ بِهَا يعني Allah owns the best name the meaning of this ayah فَادْعُوهُ بِهَا call him Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-Ala on this name. so when you want to call Allah and raise your hand and say Ya Allah give me this Ya Allah forgive me. Ya Allah, give me rizq. Ya Allah, Ya Allah. That's fine. A better way is, is, is to use the name. That like you are using the name of Ghafoor for maghfira, Rahim for Rahma. If you want Rahma, you ask Allah, Ya Rahim Rahmi, Ya Rahman Rahmi. If you want rizq, Ya Razaq, Rizqli. So you try to use the name which is, sometimes you can use all the names in one time. How is that? Took it me so long. Ya yeah, Rahman ya Rahim. No 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 no. Not this way. Do it the way of Muhammad صلى He said, "As'aluka بكل شيء له ولد." I call you by every name for you. Okay. One more case. We have a we have a hadith. Clear hadith. Clear hadith says, "Inna al-Lahi تسعة وتسعين اسماء." The ninety-nine names. Right? So no more. Right? Wrong. Oh. How's that? But he said, Muhammad yes. ﷺ said in the hadith, إِنَّ لِلَّهِ فِيسْ عَشَمْ وَتِسْئِينَتْ مَنَيْتِ Yes. As he said that uh, time, if I tell you I have 100 riyals. I'm not lying. But that's not all I have. Maybe I have at home, at, at the bank, at the account, more money. But I'm telling you I'm having the 100 riyals, and I'm not It's true. But Muhammad وسلم gave this 99 names because you have special needs if you memorize them and practice them. Not only to memorize, and decorating your wall is not enough. You will now decorating the two that you have seen and put it in the wall. Or Ayatul Kursi. Or the ninety nine of Allah, Allah wa ta'ala, names of Muhammad, wa sallam, thinking that this will protect him. They will protect you only if you have them in here and save them by your tongue. If you read the hadith always in the ayat, you will find that he stays safe. Hadith of Abu Dhar, when he was Muhammad صلى الله in a dark night outside of Medina, they were walking, so Muhammad said, Ya Abu Dhar, Abu Dharr did not know what to say, so he repeated it once, twice, the third time, said, the Abu Dhar said, Ya Rasulullah, what should I say? I told him, Allah so Kon Three times, three times in the morning, three times in the evening, will protect you from everything. We will protect you from everything. All you have to do, you don't have to go and buy a crashing cough, or bazooka, or a bomb, to defend yourself. All you have to do is just, remember these three surah, short surahs, three times in the morning, that's evening. Ah, jump in here, wait a second, wait a second. So which now will come from. Oh mashallah, now you are proving our way. No jihad, no anything you all you have to do is just stay at home and just inside these in stores. No. If you recite these surahs, you have to practice them. To practice them is to go and work for them. Allah told us in his holy book, وَأَعِدُّوا لَهُمَّ مَا مِنْ أُوَّةِ وَمِنْ رِبَاطِ الْخَيْلِ تُرْهِبُونَ بِهِ عَدُوَّ اللَّهِ وَعَدُوَّكُمْ You have to arrange for the kathirin. Whatever weapons you can. So you will make them afraid. But we we cannot make jihad now. We can prepare for it. Part of the preparation is to prepare with the deed, to learn the deen. Why to go for jihad with ignorance? What if a, person, a Muslim who is having shirk polygism in his life and he wants to make jihad? He will die as a polygist, not as a Muslim. He wants to be shaheed at all. He will die as a You know, we need first of all to arrange. How much? Why didn't Muhammad start from the first day and make jihad? Why did he stay fifteen years? From the first day he started his da'wah, of he never made jihad. When Abraham wanted to make that, he no, don't. After 15 years, he started jihad. Because before he was doing jihad also, but jihad is different in here. Because the word jihad, if you study it, it means more than just fighting the enemies. Although you're fighting the enemies, is a very important one. or very important part of it. But before that, you have to fight yourself. You have to fight shaitan. You have to fight the, 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 the enemies inside you and outside you. You have to fight to have patience. Muhammad was insulted in Mecca. Why didn't he kill the one who insulted him? You remember that Muhammad was insulted by so many people and he could kill them. Muhammad saw Ala Yasser, Ammar bin Yasser, his father Yasser, his mother Sumayya in Tikhayyar. They were hurt by the mushrikeen in front of him and they killed their Sumayya in a very bad way. Why didn't he say, yallah, let's go and kill this guy? He was just walking the way Muhammad Allah told him to do. Wait! Patience! Patience! This is now, we will purify the person to be good enough for jihad. Not before that. So now what we need actually is to make ourselves in the right track, then go on to continue, do it. The Sufis, or the extreme Sufis I would say, they take the first bath and sleep, and I wish they did it correct way. Even they did not. They take the first bath and they change it and they sleep. So they say, as what happened once in Egypt when Napoleon, you know Napoleon, don't you? Napoleon. What's his name? Napoleon, the leader of, of uh, France when he came to occupy Egypt. Napoleon. I don't know Napoleon. 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 Came to Egypt to occupy Egypt. So those two Okay, extremist to so wisdom nobody would be angry. What they did, they took Sahih bukhari and they went to Allah to Sahih bukhari to throw away Neboleon. Go to the masjid, recite Sahih bukhari So this when we recite it, Napoleon will be thrown away. say so? This reciting. Didn't say, did not say you say in the Muslim recite al Bukhari and Allah will throw away the enemy? Or did he say, Go and make jihad? Ah. So it's not just to take things this way. The correct way is to learn this deed, practice it, call for it, fight for it, be patient for it. Kids are there, we need it now, we need to start with ourselves. Our problem now that our Muslim nations are really in the worst situation. We are in the worst situation ever happened to distance. Except if you compare it to the time of the uh, Mongolians or the Tatar when they came to Iraq and the other areas. But I would say now we are in one of these problems. We are really lost. What should we do? Carry the guns and fight? Yes, but what kind of guns we are supposed to carry? We have to carry the, the guns of this deal and fight ourselves in the first place. Then fight the enemies. You cannot manage the others if you don't manage yourself. That's and knowing management say, If we cannot manage ourselves, we cannot manage the others. If we cannot make ourselves in the right track, we cannot call the people to be in the right track. If you call the other to this deed, not you of course, but if someone calls the other to this deed, while well, he is not practicing this deed, you say yes, you call the other to this deed? you are not practice. you wouldn't want it. And I told you about the story of that one Pakistani da'iya in travel or what well, you call it? In another name, Heidbach. In London, he made a fantastic speech about Islam. Fantastic. Very good. Man, nobody can say it. And everybody will say, Allahu Akbar, mashallah. Except one, where in the end of the crowd, a drunk guy, a drunk cap. He said, All you have said about this deen is fantastic. But, where the people who are practicing this deen if you are true, if you are saying to the truth? You want me to show you the people who carried this deen for Islam, the Go and find them in the dirty places in London. So who destroyed Islam? Who destroyed the image of Islam? We did. We witnessed it. Before we start to call people to this deal, we have to understand it and practice it. Don't think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when He swore in Surah al-Asr on these four cases or conditions, it was was without wisdom. He started with belief and belief cannot come without understanding and knowledge. Then he made the second step to practice what you have believed in, then you can call. When you do these three, then you are going to be troubled regularly, naturally, then you have to have patience. Four conditions, to save you from being a loser وَالْعَصْرِ إِنَّ الْإِنْسَانَ human being will be loser Every human being is a loser الَّذِينَ آمن. except here ah he is now taking the part of the human being not to be losers but winners الَّذِينَ آمنوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وتواصلوا الْحَقِّ وتواصلوا الصَّبْرِ four conditions I'm sorry, I'm sorry we ran away from your question but this is part of the case hmm? Conditions الذين آمنوا to believe after understanding to practice, to call to be patient إذا كما قلت إن شاء الله